Welcome to Bring the Heat Podcast. I'm Brian Sheely. I'm Colby Mon. And I'm Ethan Alfil. Alright, it's just three of us today. And we are going to be giving you our top five receiving seasons of all time. Uh, Michael Thomas recently broke the uh, all single season catch record recent bleh, previously held by Marvin Harrison. So we thought yeah. that it was a good time to you know, see how his season stacks up with some of the other great receivers of all time. All right. Uh, yeah. Now, I know I have one honorable, men- honorable mention. I was talking to Ethan earlier, and I think that he said that he had one, too. I do yeah, I think I actually have, have one, too. All right. I have one, too. That's a great place okay. to start, okay. so we'll all give our honorable mention. Ethan, let's go to you first. I want to hear this. All right, you ready for this? None You're of you probably like going to have, like, 07 balls as your honorable mention. <laughs> Our mention is 2012 Calvin Johnson. Doesn't yeah, doesn't talk. What the? I like that. Really? Okay. So yes. here are my issues with Calvin Johnson's season 2012. Yes, he broke the catch record. I mean, sorry, yards. Touch, I mean, the yards record. Yeah, but it wasn't by a huge amount. It wasn't by enough to upset that his five touchdowns, and he barely even broke 100 yards, about 100 receptions that year. So besides just the pure amount of yards he had, I don't think it's necessarily a great season. Um, so it's definitely deserves mention just because of how dominant he was as far as getting yards is concerned, but he didn't really reach the end zone a lot and he wasn't a very you know big pass. Ethan, let me just say this to you. I also have Calvin Johnson in 2012 really? as my honorable awesome. mention. Okay. Really? Pretty much for the same That's reason that you do. Yes, he racked up the yards, yeah. but he never got in the end zone. And last time I checked, the point of football is to score more points than your opponent. It is. So, yes. I don't know. The more I you like get in the end zone, the more you help your team. I um, mean, he did crack the receiving yards, though. He did, know. but he only scored five touchdowns. And in fact, it was so, I wouldn't say bad, but so bland in the touchdown department. I even considered putting his 2011 season above it. What? Oh, wow. Well, he had 11 more touchdowns. Yeah. 300 yeah, less yards. Uh,. He yeah, had, exactly. let's see here, he did have less catches, um, but he had a higher catch percentage. Yeah. He had a higher yards per target. He had more rushing yards. <laughs> I'm kidding on that last one. He did, but that's not important for this conversation. <laughs> um, okay. But over, Colby, that was mind. just... Uh, yeah. So, my honorable mention is Jerry Rice, 1995. Wow. Because, oh, actually... Before you say that, before you say that, I actually was going to put him as yep. an honor mention. There we go. And uh, yeah, you, you're going to say it, but you, 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 go ahead and say you it. Guys you guys are going to hate my list. <laughs> <laughs> no. Kobe, go ahead and say it. Got it. Why? Well, I, I think he stacked up. Like, I mean, he didn't like crush any records, but he, I mean, he crushed him when it was them. But like, if you like look at it now. He's like second, third. He had a really great season. I just think other people's seasons and stats kind of uh, like just more of a variety of good stats than yeah. he had. You said you said ninety five, right? Yes, ninety five. Let me tell you why I don't have a, on my list. Okay, they don't. So Jerry Rice, nineteen ninety five. Hold up, sorry. I'm sorry. I should. I, 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 I sorry. I'm sorry. I have. I have it on my list. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. Cool. Okay. Actually, I but I, I did. I was. I was considering Jerry Rice. Um, Season in my honorable mentions, but actually it was eighty-seven. Yeah, I wanted to talk about eighty-seven too. Actually, yeah. let me talk about eighty-seven. Eighty-seven is a wacky year. So Jerry Rice played twelve games that season. Were there now? Did he only play twelve games, or were there only twelve games in that season? 
I'm not sure, but either way, I want to say it was only a 12 game season. Yeah. But regardless, I think he was. played 12 games. Yeah. So he finished that year in 12 games with 1,000 yards and 22 touchdowns. But only like 65 catches. Right. But Zayana Santa is 22 touchdowns. Which is absolutely crazy. That's incredible. That is a ridiculous stat, right? But I don't don't feel comfortable playing a a, a season where there's only 12 games and he didn't have uh, um, yard numbers. We we have no idea how this team could have played out for him. So I don't feel comfortable putting him Yeah, and I mean, my whole thing about that Jerry Rice season was – he didn't rack up the yards, and he didn't rack up the catches. So, um, do you guys remember 2017 or 16? LeGarrette Blount had 18 touchdowns on the ground. and But right. no one would call him a top five or probably even a yeah. top seven back at that point. Yeah. And even this year, Aaron Jones. Yeah, exactly. He had a really good uh, year. Great example of that. Yeah. yeah, he did. He did, but he, did, he, he was – I mean, he was not very – he had only he barely broke a thousand yards. But he had sixteen. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Um, I was considering putting that Jerry Rice season on my list just because twenty-two touchdowns. But yeah, it's pretty insane. Yeah. It was a wacky thing. Yeah. Uh, what's crazy about that is obviously that he averaged one point eight three touchdowns per game, which is just <laughs> yeah, exactly. how insane. And he only played 12 games if he had played all 16. If he had a 16-game season, he might have had 30. Yeah. I mean, Randy yeah. Moss's record wouldn't be there. Well, Randy Moss had, what, 23? Yeah, he had 23. Yeah, he had 23. So he was one away from, from yeah. Randy no, Moss from breaking the record. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. All right, let's move on to our number yeah, five. Yeah, let's get to the list. The actual list. All right, all right. so I – all right, let me go first. Yeah, I personally have uh, the Michael Thomas season of 2019 because uh, yes, he did have a really good uh, season. But I mean, he—I mean, you look at the rec or you look back on the season, and it's basically all about the receptions record. And yes, it is good, like catching the ball and getting stuff. But I don't know. I just don't think the stat of like catches ranks up as high as other stats on my list because it just shows that you're catching the ball. It doesn't really show what you've been doing after the the catch with it. Uh, yes, he did have nine TDs and 1,725 yards. So it's a good season. It made my list. It's number five. But it's number five for those reasons I stated. Okay. That's All right. fair. Yeah, that's very fair. Uh, Ethan, who do you have? I have – so I think it's a pretty much universally acknowledged fact that the two best receiving seasons in NFL history are 1995 and 2015, right? The two best? Yeah. I mean, just in general for the top receivers, right? Because oh, yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, 2015 okay, was yeah. a really good year for receivers. I thought I so, thought you meant like your yeah. top two slots had someone from '95 and someone from 2015, and I was like, wait, what? They almost did. Oh god, I'm scared. They my top did. two slots so, have two 2015 have, people. These my top my my bottom three were really hard to pick for me. Uh, between uh, I'm, I'm not gonna say right now, but my my number five is Julio Jones, 2015. Okay. Um, it was a great season. 136 catches, uh, over like almost almost 90,000 yards, eight touchdowns, little less touchdown department. And honestly, it's there's nothing really to say about it other than it's, it's a fantastic season that was just slightly worse than Antonio Brown's that year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's about. He had 93. He had 93 first yeah. downs. Yeah. Year, yeah. Which is about the same as most most times this year. Yeah. Um, personally, at my number five spot, I got uh, I have ninety five, and I've got Isaac Bruce. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. Another season. Yeah. Left. Um, he had just you know an amazing year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He had 1,781 yards, 13 yeah. touchdowns, um, 119 receptions. Overall, it was a very good year. Yeah. Um, the one thing that's, like, almost keeping him lower on my, my list is that he didn't stand out in, like, a singular category. Yeah. You know, he didn't have that dominant well, yardage. Um, yeah. He didn't yeah. break any records. Don't get me wrong. 1,700 yards is absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But he also didn't lead the league. He didn't lead the league in anything. No, he did not lead the league in anything, and that's another thing. Just his fault. But no, it's not. But it's just you know his overall all around dominance. Because Chris Carter had like seven seven touchdowns that year. Jerry Rice had almost almost eight. And Chris Carter probably had the catches record too. Yeah. Yeah. He had like no. I I think Rice had. Okay. I'm not sure. He had like sticky hands. Yeah. Yeah, Stick them. <laughs> nah, um, but anyway, yeah. Like I said, that's who I have. Um, any other year, that's probably an undisputed top year. But in '95, that was a crazy season. Oh yeah! yeah. yeah. And yes. by the way, that was so crazy. He did not make the Pro Bowl. That's insane. What? What? I'm pretty sure he did not make the Pro Bowl. Yeah, he didn't make the Pro Bowl. That's he crazy. He didn't make. I'm fact he didn't make first team All Pro. Oh my god. But. That's yeah, weird. I know. That's whack. Kinda, it's kind of weird. I mean, so, yeah, I have a slot on my top five receiving seasons of all time to someone who didn't make the Pro Bowl. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's actually really weird. Well, yeah, I mean, that is pro- weird. And I would say a lot yeah. of that is probably name recognition. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. was the year before the greatest show on turf. So mm-hmm. the Rams mm-hmm. were absolutely horrible. And, you know, both Corey Holt and Isaac Bush should be in the Hall of Fame. I agree with that. There is no reason for both of them not being I involved. definitely agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I, I could agree with that, too. Um, anyway, let's move on to number four slot. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll start off here. And over right. here, I have the most recent selection on my list, and I've got 20. Yeah. So do I. Okay. Um, so let's first off go for the obvious things, you know, uh-huh. 140, 149 catches. Absolutely insane. I want to say the previous mark was 143, so he broke it by six. Um, very yeah. impressive. Uh, he did not get an overly huge amount of yards with 1729. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Did not get an amazing amount of touchdowns either with yeah. only nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could make the case for him being below Isaac Bruce. But, we're, but what really mm-hmm. stood out to me was the fact that he had an 80 and a half catch percentage. Meaning yes. that any yeah, time wow. Drew Brees threw him the ball, there was an 80% yeah. chance Michael Thomas is coming down with it. I was on how it yeah. yeah, and just the fact uh, that, I mean, okay, Calvin Johnson I talked about earlier, he had around 59%. Isaac Bruce, he had around 59%. Uh, Michael Thomas had 80%. I mean, just yeah. that's yeah, just crazy to think about. And keep in uh, mind, even though Thomas is primarily a slot receiver, um, he does do everything for them. He does. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've got him at number four. Yeah. You can definitely true. make the case for him to be lower, but. Yeah, that's respectable. Yeah. That's respectable. So, I, Brian, I also, also went number four for similar reasons. If we look at this, in many respects, he was worse than last year. Um, <laughs> that is really true. I, I noticed <laughs> that while I was His catch rate is down 5%. He's, he, he lost 0.3 targets per game. But yet, he's gone up. I mean, he's in the ability to, to create space with the ball. Um, he's gained 300 yards, same on touchdowns. And that's one, that's one thing that's holding him back this year is the touchdowns. Yeah. Only nine. 
But I'm not I'm not too worried about that because he had 95 first downs. Um, and again, he he was targeted 185 times and he caught 149. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. It, it really and is. And just one last point. I mean, he does have Drew Brees throwing in the throwing in the ball, and that is yeah. a Hall of Fame quarterback. And that is a Hall of Fame. He certain Drew Brees certainly isn't in his prime anymore, as we saw last Sunday with the Vikings game. <laughs> <laughs> but Drew Brees is still a good quarterback. But I just like to point out, Thomas was also doing this with Teddy Bridgewater. So yeah. this yeah. season, this Drew Brees missed, That's I want point. to say, four games it was, and Thomas was still putting up crazy numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Colby, now let's move on to your number five. All right. So hate on me as you guys might. I do have the Megatron season of 2012. No, I'm not yes. going to hate on you here. I must agree. Yeah, I'm not going to hate on you here because this, that was that's a definitely respectable season. I mean, the dude had 1,900 yards. Yeah. I mean, he did. Yeah, yeah, 1,964 exactly. yards to be exact. <laughs> yes, bad. he did miss the I'm end sorry. zone. He had 16.1 yards per reception, which was a little bit off for his normal uh, seasons. I think when I checked the stats, and then uh, 205 targets and 112 recept or 100 and yeah, 100. 122 receptions. My bad. Uh, yeah. Um, I think that was somewhere up on the record, like seven, or eight, yeah. or maybe way lower. But I just think it wasn't overall. It was a really good season. And then there's also the factor of his dominance. He was crazy dominant. Like that part is dominant. very true, and I will be using that point later. Um, so yeah, <laughs> for a different right. season. Yeah, but anyway, that's basically my um reasons why. So let's move on to number three. Uh, uh, Ethan, let's hit you yeah, first for this Ethan's, one. Yeah. All right, the biggest joke oh, on God. my list. Wait, so joke? Before, beginning of the, at the beginning of the um, the list, I said I have three legends. I mean, I have, t- I have two legends on my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I think so. And I almost said three. And then I realized Antonio Brown is a joke. <laughs> so, my number three is 2015. Yeah, right. okay. that was, yeah. yeah, that's really respectable. He, Julio Jones and Antonio Brown had pretty much identical They did. They really did. Uh, Antonio Brown had slightly less yards, but he had less targets and the same exact same amount of catches. He also had more touchdowns. I think he's just overall a more dominant player that, that mm-hmm. season. So I have him at three. But I think Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, and Antonio Brown could all be interchanged, and I wouldn't bet now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I do not have Antonio Brown on my list at all. That's fair. Yeah, um, I can see that. I do, I do not have Julio Jones on my list at all. Yeah. Well, it's all about what stats yeah, you value and what you value about, over others. Yeah. It's basically opinion. And personally, I believe that the greatest ability a receiver can have to his quarterback is being an available target and having sure hands. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, Which, I, and that's why I have to go with um, 2000, 2002 Marvin Harrison. Yeah. The guy that okay. had the record before Mike. Oh, yes. Um, and and overall, Mike came along. <laughs> when you look at this season, it is incredibly similar to Michael Thomas's. Yeah. He had 143 yeah. catches, 1722 yards, and 11 touchdowns. 92 first downs. Uh, he had a catch percentage of 70. Yeah, that's really Which is yeah. also very good. Thomas was 10 percentage points higher. Yeah. But Thomas is like a freak of nature when it comes to catching it. His, yeah. He's yeah. crazy. Um, Just throw it up and he'll catch it. It's got to be yeah. a luxury for Breeze. It's got to be. Which it really is. And, you know, Breeze, I don't think I've seen throw a pass over five yards downfield, yeah. so that also helps Thomas. <laughs> um, but anyway, and what really separated Thomas and um, what's his name? Harrison. Mm-hmm. Is that Harrison came in a much tougher time for receivers. 
because this was one of the last seasons before the league implemented new pass interference rules. Mm. Um, partly yeah. because the Patriots beat up on Marvin Harrison too much. Yeah. But that's what really separated them for me, is that he was able to put up gaudy numbers in a better, in a more difficult era, I should say. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this was a very close one. My, four, my five through three are very close. Yeah, yeah. same here. Um, I, I disagree with you here on the, on the uh, Marvin Harris pick. I don't, I don't think there's enough to separate him. I mean, if all we're looking at is just the difficulty of, of the era, separate him from uh, Michael Thomas. And across the board, he's just worse. Um, that's I, my biggest concern when looking at Harrison is he didn't, he's just kind of worse than Thomas at everything. He's worse than Tony Brown at everything. And, you know, it's just no, yeah, I definitely understand that. But course, none of us yeah. were alive to watch the season. That's true. So yeah. we couldn't tell you if we, about, about his dominance because we weren't there. Yeah, we weren't. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. And, so we're, we're we're going to you know either biased or we're going to be you know t- uh, for them based on just what, what by we like know rather than what, what in we see. all of their legend, right. yeah, right. And you know that probably affected me. And uh, just like a separate point was that he shattered the previous catch record by like twenty catches. I'm pretty sure it was. Yes. Uh, yeah. Thomas broke, but I mean Antonio Brown and Julio Jones were only eight catches off that in 2015. Yeah. No, yeah, and, and that's why I definitely respect AB and Julio for that. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't yeah. have them on my list. We'll talk about them later because I have them on my list. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, All right. So, my Kobe, number three is Randy Moss, okay. two thousand and seven. All right. Because yes, he crushed. Okay. I mean, the touchdowns—that's insane. Twenty-three, and even even crazier, he only had sixty-nine receptions. Twenty-three yeah. touchdowns yeah, with only bad. sixty-nine receptions. Like that's insane. That's almost that's almost half of his receptions. Were touchdowns. Yeah. Every three That's catches, every three catches he caught, one of them was a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, conversely, he only caught six yeah. catches. That's crazy. Yes, he did have uh, one thousand four hundred and ninety-three receiving yards, and he had an overall good season. But I feel like his other stats kind of don't really compare as much to the two people I have a little bit higher than him. But yes, he did. He crushed the TD yeah. record. And yes, that's extremely important. I, I absolutely but I personally that. tended to go for the guys. That were uh, more rounded. That could do not like breaking any records, but had multiple like twos, threes on the record stat in different categories. Like they can do it all. I like those players, and I target them as like yeah. my receivers, kind of like. Yeah. And with that being said, okay. let's move on to our number two slot, Brian. Yeah. I would like uh, to hear from yeah, you. Colby, you actually take a perfect segue into mine because I've got Randy at two. Hey, same. <laughs> um, just because I mean, I watched some. I tried to watch some like um, tape and videos of all the receiving seasons that I was considering. Oh yeah, yeah. and the one that really stuck out to me above all others was the 2007 Randy Moss. Mm. Just because, well, Megatron was close. Um, that 2012 yeah. year, but 2007 Randy Moss, I just didn't see how defenders could stop him. Yeah, I mean, the Moss term came he up. He was then. bigger than you. He could jump higher than you. And he was definitely faster than you. Demolishing you, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. But here's the weird thing about that season. So I, I have a number two as well. They did stop him. His catch rate was, I mean, 61, 61%, which is not terrible, but it's not especially amazing. He caught only 98 passes, um, right? Uh, let me yeah. just check it out. 98 passes. He, he, he didn't reach 1,500 yards, which is by far the lowest on my list. I also the number two, but 
I was really considering him putting him much lower. Mm. Uh, well, and, and I, I, I would say I finished my list like 20 minutes. <laughs> um, but when I was considering this week, I almost my, my my first draft I had him at like I don't know four or five, which is definitely respectable. Well, yeah, yeah, it's respectable for anybody to be put it. anywhere because it's all about what you yeah, think. Exactly, it's all personal opinion. Yeah. What you want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then this didn't affect into my rankings, but this is just one something that I wanted to you know remark on for the Randy Moss season. The Patriots got him for a fourth round pick. Yeah, well, because he's a psychopath, he's a problem problem player. Still, I mean, which is just absolutely crazy when you think about a guy you traded a fourth round pick for someone that's going to break the touchdown record. And you know, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of or read Bill Simmons. Um, he, he's a a really popular uh, column writer. And he is a New England Patriots fan and, like, a Celtics fan, grew up in Boston. And I had read a column about the Patriots acquiring Moss. And he was like, I don't know what to think about this. Because that's – because no one was really sure what Moss Moss was at that point. I mean, you look at the the year he had before this. Yeah, it was the year before. He was terrible. He was absolutely terrible. He played 13 games, had three downs, 500 yards. (laughs) <laughs> a catch yeah. percentage of 44. Yeah. He was absolutely terrible. Yeah. 2007 was his comeback season. It was his – no, not comeback. Breakout season. It was no, it was a comeback season. No, it wasn't. Comeback and breakout. It was, it was, it was, it was a comeback. It was a I mean, I can't say that you can call it necessarily comebacks a breakout year yeah. when he was putting was up those numbers year. earlier in his career. Well, yeah, it was a breakout yeah. year for what he had done. Last- he just fell apart his last year in Minnesota. His years in Oakland yeah. terrible. But, I mean – and then, in his earlier years, he was absolutely yeah, dominant, yeah. so I'd call him yeah. more of a comeback. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually. And he, was, he wasn't even fantastic after that year. He was just – he was good. He wasn't fantastic in, in uh, New England after that. That well, was the last Pro Bowl. Well, yeah, but, I mean, in 2008, Brady went down. Yeah. yeah. In 2009, he was good in 2009, but he wasn't I mean, especially He wasn't especially great. amazing, but, I mean, he had 13 touchdowns. He had 1,250 yards. Yeah. And I've always considered Randy Moss kind of an overrated receiver. Um, I don't think he has the, the yards to back up what people say about him. I don't think he's here. I mean, say it was – well, okay, but here's the thing. Randy was a deep threat. So yeah, he's not right. going to have the yards. He's, he's, he's not yeah, going to have – He's one of the best – touchdown – no. Just show getting touchdowns, but just generally just being the best receiver, I don't think – He's he not the most well-rounded receiver. Yeah. But he yeah. is the best deep threat of all time. Yeah, definitely. Fair. Definitely. I could agree with that. All right. And- uh, yeah, now let's move on. To, let's move on to the big reel, the number one. P- oh, sorry. Wait, I haven't said my number two. Yet. Never mind. Sorry. All right. So, <laughs> like Ethan's number three, I have the Antonio Brown 2015 season. Okay. I think it was a bombshell season, or it was a really good season for Antonio Brown. It's kind of sad to what he's become today, clown. But yeah, absolutely, <laughs> had to say. It. But he was third in receptions in a single season with 136, fourth in receiving yards in a single season, 1,834. That's ridiculous. And he's ninth in receiving yards per game with 114.5. He had 10 TDs. I think it was just a really, really, really well-rounded season. It is. That's that's one of my biggest things about it. It was just really well-rounded. Uh, he was a little low on touchdowns. Yeah, he was. Uh, that year. He was slightly low, but not crazy low. Yeah. He, I mean, he had a little. Yeah. He had more than Michael Thomas, so and Megatron 2012. So I think it was a good. 
it was a it's it's just a well rounded season. I like the season. But anyway, with that, let's move into number one. All right, let's go to Ethan first. What is your number one receiver? I think we have the same number one. Brian. Who do you have? I'm pretty sure we we have the same number. All one. right, who do you have? I have 1995 Jerry Rice. Interesting. All right, let's hear your explanations. Okay, so back to what Colby said about well-roundedness. There is no season more well-rounded than Jerry Rice in 19. Sorry, Thank you. 87. 87. 95. Yeah, I was gonna say. Sorry, sorry, 95. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, he you know, 122 catches with a 7% catch rate. This is the same as, as Harrison, just less less less, less targets. With 18,048 yards and 50 touchdowns. It's the best of everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that that yard record was held for a long, long time until um, Kevin Nelson broke it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost two decades later. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it is the year, it, it's, for me, that's like the defining Jerry Rice year. Granted, I, I didn't live through it, but like when, when I think about Jerry Rice, I think about him, like his like last few years in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just. I think there's. I I think it's the best year of all time. Receiving year of all time, just simply by virtue of being so good. I'm with year. Um, like you said, he was pretty much only dominating yards. He had a good year with touchdowns. Um, yeah, fifteen yeah. touchdowns. Most year, not league, absolutely league dominant, league but it was very good. It, he didn't lead the league. Um, yeah. Well, if you compare it to other years that are like what go around this, yeah, I mean, exactly. Tim Rose was only ten. Julio Jones was only Julio Jones was only eight. Uh, Marvin Hansen only had eleven. Michael Thomas had yeah. nine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, how many was how many was Isaac Bruce? I want to say he had like thirteen. Yeah. yeah, and less yards, less, less exactly. Less, 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 so I, um, I got Jerry there. Been the all time. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, it, I mean, I had to put a Jerry Rice season somewhere. Um, yeah. He's I was the, my dad. Or no, you he's the time. greatest receiver of all time. It's not even close. He's Had to put go. him somewhere. It's not even close. Um, along with all the tangible stuff that just is. I mean, yeah. the best receiver of all time's best season of all time seems like a pretty safe number one slot. Yeah, yeah, right. it is a safe number one slot. Go my dad was actually badgering me for not putting a Jerry Rice one on there. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just like, stop <laughs> feeling. Anyway, my number one is. Julio Jones 2015, because again, it's kind of similar to Antonio Brown, but just that step up better. Crazy well-rounded. Is it? Yes. Second in Megatron's record for receiving yards. Tied for third with AB for 136 receptions in a single season. Seventh all-time receiving yards per game, 116.9. Uh, not number one in anything, but I think it was still a really solid season. Uh, eight TDs, but I mean, what else do you expect from a guy that's allergic to the end zone? <laughs> and then Colby. 93 I, receiving I mean, first I downs. I think it was crazy well-rounded, and I really like that. I like that as uh, number one. I don't think it's the best receiving season that year. Ah, Hang on. I what do you think? I didn't have either of these guys on my list, so I'm pulling up their stats right now. Ethan, what yeah, do you think is the look, best receiving season of that year? He thinks it was Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown's year. <sighs> I like he had the Browns. same amount of catches on less targets, basically the same amount of yards, and more touchdowns. Yeah, but it's basically the touchdowns or yards ratio. I don't know. I go well, with the yards. You want 40 yards racking up the yards. Yeah, he, he does have a point. Would you rather have 40 extra yards or two extra touchdowns? That's a good point. Depends on which games, though. It all depends on that. Any, a better catch rate, and he has more, you know, same amount of catches. Yeah. I don't know. I just Antonio Jones, or my bad, Julio Jones' numbers called to me there. Second, third. I think he had some other records in there. No, I, I just got a random question. 
was this the year that AB not AB AB uh, Julio had that um three hundred yard game? I don't I remember. Think, I don't I'm, really. Remember I'm, I'm, that I'm trying either. to pull up a game log right now. Yeah, here, wait, let me go over to Jones real quick. Um, was it the year he had a three hundred game? Because you know, if he did, then. That does put a little extra mystique yeah. to this season, I'd say. Yeah. Well, actually, on the subject of great games, uh, Jared Rice had a, had his best game of his career in, in uh, 1995. Uh, it was like almost 300 yards and like three yeah. touchdowns. Um, Julio yeah. Jones had 300 yards. Hang on. In 2016. Mm-hmm. So it was not okay. that year. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, which although does make it somewhat more impressive, almost is that he managed yeah. to get 1,800 yards and didn't have one of those monster games. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's undeniable that Julio is one of the best yardage receivers ever. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, for the life of me, I cannot figure yep. out how he does not get into the end zone. Yeah, I don't know that either. Exactly. He's, no, okay, he's, what he's is like Matt Ryan's go-to let's, guy. Let's, let's pull up some biometrics on Julio Jones, okay? Uh, Julio. Jones, and I'll pull. He's six three, two twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Julio and he can Jones Jones vertical. I mean, uh, but I mean, you're six three. What cornerback is taller than you? And point. you have a thirty eight and a half inch vertical leap. How yeah, are you not open <laughs> in the end zone? I don't know. Right. One of it's the like... most unstoppable plays of all time. Was just lob it up to Megatron in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, yeah. Now Megatron was six five, so he he couldn't. It's a difference, but you know, let's look up Calvin Johnson's vertical leap and see what we find. Yeah, Calvin Johnson. Okay, never mind. Calvin Johnson had a forty three inch vertical leap. Um. (laughs) <laughs> oh well, there. Okay, there. regardless, you should be able to at least make a midget Megatron impression. Yeah, I right. agree. That's okay. That's seven inches that yeah, you don't it, have, but still, you should be able to get it lobbed up to the in the end zone a lot. When Calvin Ridley yeah. up, has more touchdowns than you, Julio, something something's a problem. I hate to break it to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If um, he had the touchdown, pers- or like. If he had the touchdowns going for him, I don't. I feel like he'd be a. If crit- he, could, if he had the touchdowns receiver. going for him, he would be an undisputable top. He would be the undisputable top receiver in the league instead yes. of is he? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, right. Right. And yeah. I mean, Jerry Rice thinks he is. Yeah. I just like to put that. That, that guy's allergic to the end zone. Every time he comes out, ah, I can't get the flunies. Flunies didn't work. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. oh my um, god. Yeah. Anyways, um, so what have we learned today? Um, Calvin Johnson was a f- human freak. Yes. Um, should, <laughs> Calvin Johnson should have played basketball. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jerry Rice is the goat. Uh, Ethan thinks Randy Moss is overrated. Yes. Um, and, you know, receivers are good at catching the ball. I find this to be receiver. an extremely educational day. This Definitely. is Bring the Heat signing off. Here's Colby with our schedule. All right, on the week we have.
um, around the league. And then I think it's just Sixers now because the Eagles are all gone. And we'll still talk about talk. some football. Maybe well, we, some, yeah, every, every Eagles, once in a while. You know, we'll talk about some Eagles drafts. So. Yeah, we'll talk some Eagles. Agency. And then this weekend, we have picking games. Ethan has closed the lead on Max to three points. So this is a uh, episode you do not want to miss. You don't want to miss this. You gotta tune in on the weekends to find out what's happened between Max and Ethan for who's drinking that smoothie. Oh, and for the I record, I hope wait. Max loses. I hope he does. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're rooting for you, Ethan. Or at least I am. Man, I'm I cannot wait for that smoothie. Thank you. Hey, yeah, yeah. Me and Brian are sitting comfy, <laughs> one and two. I'm sitting super comfy up here. Yeah, you're sitting even more comfy than me, and yeah. I'm pretty comfy. I might have clinched right, right, out a smoothie. Yeah, I might have might. clinched it. You might. But then there's also the uh, Super Bowl, have. and then that's four points, right? True. Super I forgot Bowl. about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Not out of the clear. Right. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, that's our schedule. Thanks, Colby. Thanks, Ethan, for being here. Uh, I'm Brian Sheely. See you next time.